Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Is that all the oh, I don't care crap? A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm gonna steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, I'm Alex listening to Shh, I'm watching a movie where we talk through the entire movie. You listen to the edited feed where who would have thought two distracted people podcasting would lead to a lot of dead air. So this is just the good parts, you know, you listen to it on the car or whatever. If you want to listen to the full movie and use this as a commentary track, check out our other feed. Shh, I'm really watching a movie. Really is the added word. Get it? Okay. Anyway, let's start the show. Uh, welcome to Shh, I'm watching a movie. <laughs> it's a perfect title. <laughs> we, we honestly weeks of weeks of, of <laughs> brainstorming led to this. It's very special. Uh, I'm Alessandra Vite. I'm Alex Clanko. We have a special guest, Callum Ratten. Hey guys. Guys, hello Callum. Um, this is very exciting. Because we're going to be watching a movie that only I like. (laughs) And it's called Mamma Mia, the first one. I think it's just straight up Mamma Mia. The musical, maybe? Yeah, Mamma Mia, the musical. I think there's an exclamation mark in it as well. Uh, I've never watched this movie. (laughs) And normally give a reason why I've never watched it. And this reason is I have never in my life had the thought of like, okay, time to watch the ABBA Grease musical. Okay, can I say a couple of things about it before we get started? Go for it. First things first. They didn't keep any of the original actors that were in the movie. Uh, that's right, that were in the musical. Mm-hmm. What they did keep, though, was the original director. Now, <laughs> <laughs> like, out of all the things that you would keep, it's the person that would be the least transferable to the film world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you've only ever directed, so get ready for watching this and being like, what the fuck? It's so big and so strange. It's what Marsha Lorenzo would call gay garbage, <laughs> except for the fact that it's directed by a straight woman. So good luck to us all. <laughs> and um, and yeah, and that is, it'll be very obvious when you hear Pierce Brosnan singing that none of these people were on the stage show. <laughs> Callum, uh, what are your feelings about this movie? I have very strong opinions about this movie. I love ABBA. Mm-hmm. They're one of my favorite bands. I don't know if they've ever had a bad song ever. Like, I think they're so good. Mm. But, and this musical just, and one of the things I love about ABBA is it's four amazing singers. And, like, even the worst singer in ABBA, which is probably, like, Benny, is still better than most singers yeah. in every other band. And this is full of, not even, it's 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 <laughs> full of not great people. And also, like, the arrangements, they went and messed up. And I had, because my parents had a bunch of ABBA records. Mm. And then my mum also had... The sa- original cast recording for the West End stage production. Of oh, Mama Mia. how the, are they? Uh, they're pretty good. 
I was don't Louise Petrie, Petrie or something oh, on it? I'm not sure. Well, the the coolest thing about that was they had an overture. Oh. So it's just orchestral arrangements of ABBA songs, and you realize how intricately arranged they are, and how like wonderfully made they are. Because then, like the especially uh, uh, Benny and uh, Peter, I think I don't know Bjorn. <laughs> uh, he was and like the women. Uh, yeah, were uh, like studio nerds. Uh, right, and, and they still they didn't they write they wrote a musical called Chess. Chess. They wrote Chess, mm. the musical. Like about chess. It's, it's no, 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 not about chess. It's a chess board. That <laughs> is the that's the plot. Like it's like if the king and queen and the pawns were people. If they anim, what's it called? Like anamorphized. <laughs> I can't say that word. Yeah. They made a chess people. Yeah. They they're very musically gifted. Yeah, and well, I mean every single one of them is. And then they went and seemed to hire, no, like no one who was musically. I bet you they did not think this was going to be such a phenomenon. I bet you they were like, go nuts. Well, cause <laughs> the, musical, I, the musical was a massive hit. Like, it was made so much money, the stage musical. Yes, yes. But it wasn't, again, it wasn't like people were like, what a great musical. People were like, that's a fun night out. Yes, it's a jukebox musical, which is yeah. not a yeah. musical. Yeah. It's just you playing songs. Have either of you watched ABBA, the movie? No. So it was I, I have literally no connection to, to ABBA. Yeah, like, I, like my parents never listened to ABBA. I never got into ABBA. Like to me, ABBA was like this like forgettable footnote. It wasn't until I was like 20 something. People were like, yeah, ABBA, you know, that great band. I'm like, okay, that's very funny. Like, no. It's because of people. ABBA Gold. ABBA Gold changed everything. Whenever that came out, all of a sudden everyone's like, these guys are the best. Yes. For well, our generation. Well, also in Australia, they're kind of just... Oh, right. Like, ubiquitous. Like, Abba the movie was filmed in Australia. <laughs> and it is <laughs> it is just a very... It's essentially a bunch of co- concert... Cons- concert? <laughs> That's a weird word to not be able to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> concert? Concert. Anthropomorphized. Uh, <laughs> concert footage, which is, like, loosely tied together with a storyline of some random journalist trying to get a story with Abba and him fighting with his boss. Great. And it's... Terrible. And right. I love ABBA music. And also, have you ever seen Muriel's Wedding? Yes. Which is like, I love that movie. It's yeah, great. Yeah, Australia had some amazing early 90s stuff. So there was Muriel's Wedding and then there was Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Which, which are both amazing films. Yeah. But also their use of ABBA music is really interesting and amazing. And it like yeah. is a very interesting, well done look at it. Oh, so this has like ties for you. I think we should get started with yeah. the movie because yes. this movie is, you'll see, shockingly long. Wait, hold on, really? <laughs> oh, hour forty. Okay, cool. Okay, I was. We said shockingly long. I was like, you made it's, me watch Titanic. So. Uh, no, it's not Titanic long, but it's definitely twenty minutes longer than it should be. Yeah. But I guess shorter than the um, than the musical itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. What songs did they cut from the musical? Oh, super troop. I don't know. See, at the end, you'll see. Okay, it's starting. Uh, at the end, it's um, they'll do a bunch of like Meryl Streep coming on, like singing with her band. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think those are just full out numbers in the musical. Uh, but I've never seen the musical, but it's coming to d- Toronto. Um, and I yeah. This was shot uh, day for night, which is why it looks so weird. I was going to say. Day from night, not yeah. night from day. That makes sense. Yeah, so but look how beautiful it is, though. It's, it's well, this is. It like looks weird, though, and you 100. Oh yes, 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 my sister's um, TV. We're watching this on my sister's television. <laughs> uh, 
has that soap opera effect. So it might look even weirder than it actually is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's what it is. I have no idea how to stop that. I have no idea either. So it's, I, it's such so a big TV. It's, it, it's the, it does too many frames per second. It's the whole, it's unsettling to watch. Yeah, did yeah. Did you guys watch The Hobbit? No. No. I watched <laughs> part of the first ha- Hobbit and walked out. Uh, it is all like filmed in that soap opera way. And it's very funny. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Shitty it is. This being like a soap opera doesn't not match it. Like it matches <laughs> no. it pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Pierce Brosnan wearing like. Jeans. <laughs> oh, like the most. Like, they don't look like they came from wardrobe. Those jeans look like oh, what Pierce <laughs> turned up on. Yeah. Like, we'll shoot him from waist up. <laughs> oh, yes. So Colin Firth gives a really beautiful performance in this. Colin? It's great. It's amazing because <laughs> this is like like so many great actors. Like uh, Christine Baranski. She's incredible. No, She's no, amazing. No. Colin Firth. But Stellan Skarsgård is great. Amazing. They Pierce, can't sing. No, but like good actors, but then also bad musical performances and then just like bad performances in, or like not, I'm not great gonna lie. ones. I think, well, we'll get to it, but I think Meryl Streep is wonderful in this and it, it was literally you her. You watch Meryl Streep do anything. I know, but she sings The Winner Takes It All in, I think, in a very special way. Yes. Look at his passport picture. Pierce Brosnan is just full head. What is happening right now? So, okay, so she mailed three letters to those three men. Do you know the, the plot at all, Alex? Not uh, really. <gasps> Darren, oh, it I'm will. I'm excited for you to find oh. out. This See, shit like this is what shouldn't be in the movie. This is very clearly something that would be in the show when they do yeah. their, like, little. Yeah. Like, that's a classic musical thing. Oh, yeah. That's not a film thing. You can. But yeah. I think the reason why they do this is because. It's like this movie's made to go with a group of people to the theater together and like watch it. And then when you include stuff like that, it's like that's like the fun like Spice Girls thing we all learned in middle school and we still do. And that like it's like. Okay. I just. It's almost like this movie and Jackass are very similar. (laughs) (laughs) In the sense that if you watch them with a group of like minded people in a cinema. It's amazing. Yes. No, no. I, Jack, I, this is amazing by okay, yourself. So I watched this I, movie. I, to. I watched this movie at home. I didn't see it in the theaters because me and my mom went to go see it in the theaters and it was sold out. So we just watched The Dark Knight instead. Because <laughs> <laughs> The Dark Knight wasn't. And, uh, and then I ended up renting this whenever it came on demand. And at the beginning, I was like, this is kind of garbage. And by the end, I was sitting full up by myself being like, what a film. <laughs> like by yourself? Yeah, I watched it by myself. And I thought I wouldn't make it through. I watched this with one of my brothers and my mom. And at a certain point, my mom was like, stop talking. Because <laughs> we like, were essentially just like... Doing what we're doing right now. Yes. But, but she's, she got to. Yeah. Okay, so Alex, just so you know plot-wise, she's found her mom's diary and she went through it to figure out who are the three men that could potentially be her dad. Okay. Because da- she doesn't know who her dad is and she's getting married. And this, she lives in Greece and this is the hotel that her and her mom run. Yeah. And her mom just like ran through some dudes. Okay. And that. And so like there's like a... Okay, but if you see Mamma Mia 2, you'll know what happened. Oh my God, Calum, you have to see Mamma Mia 2. I'm, is it still... Pl- <laughs> well, yeah. Oh yeah, it's like the biggest hit of the summer. It just reached the $100 million mark. Oh yeah. Well, I should say... When I first got like a, this, when I first got the message to do this podcast, it was just a group chat labeled Mamma Mia. Yeah. And it was just Alessandra being like, when are we going to watch Mamma Mia? And I didn't know anything about the podcast. So I was just like, oh, 
It's just a group of people going to go see Mamma Mia too. <laughs> 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 no, I thought Alex had told you. I told. I, I you did. did. I you definitely told it. you. How do you feel about her voice? I think she has a weird vibrato, to be honest. I, she's a a I like. I like the voice. Voice is fine. It's not, not musical great. voice. No, it's no. like she's an opera singer. That's why it's so weird when she gets put into regular is musicals. Is she an opera singer? Because she didn't sing Les Mis that well. No. She's saying Les Mis. Yeah, she's saying Les Mis about as good as this is being sung. Yeah. Which is serviceable, but not going to move a anybody. A quivery vibrato is yeah. what I... Who who do you think was... Look how great she looks. She looks so like sun-kissed and happy. <laughs> I, I want to I point out, and I don't know if it's your, your soap opera effect on this big TV, but the lighting seems weird. Yeah. It's a little overexposed, I yeah. would say, but I do think it is kind of bonkers lighting like this. Yeah. Sometimes, I know they actually filmed in Greece, but then sometimes... It's shot in a way that makes it look like a soundstage. I like, is this... Like, right now, this looks like a soundstage. No, I... I Oh, wait, yes. Some, a lot of it's filmed in London, and some of it's filmed in Greece. But I gotta be honest, I think these parts are Greece. Um, it's so interesting. I think I have, like, a pretty healthy relationship with my mom, and we both see each other as adults. Yes. But just how giddy they are over thinking about their mother's sex life. <laughs> like, like... <laughs> and not just, like... She's Ew. a grown woman. She's a sexual being. Like, that's an adult thing. But just literally being, like, laughing and giggling at descriptions she's written. It's very disturbing. And also, like, I think if I found my mom's diary, I, I don't think I'd read it. It's so violent. I don't think I'd read it. I would 100% read it. I'd say out loud I won't read it. But, like, there's no way that won't haunt me until I, I read it. I, don't I would know. read it if she was dead. Yeah. 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 But, See, like, with my mom... I think everything would just be some sort of... She always has a way of like telling stories from her past. I'm like, oh, it's too tragic. I don't want to hear about <laughs> it. <laughs> a lot of stories make you say that. Yeah, but it's real. Like, she'll say things that I'll be like, oh, I can't... You know what? It's a, it's a done thing. I don't want to hear about it. Calgary? Yeah, they're going to Calgary. <laughs> Kill Gary? This would be Kill Gary? such a different movie. <laughs> if this was in Calgary. Yeah, it's so giddy to watch them all get married in Calgary. I mean, someone with a lot of money has to make, like, a Mamma Mia copy in, like, the prairies. Oh, that would be special. Okay, so it must be noted that, like, Christine Bransky is a very famous, I think, an author. And look at her crooked sunglasses and how no one caught <laughs> that her sunglasses are completely crooked on her face. It seems like... There was never more than two takes on this movie. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah, this is... Oh, also, Jesus. We should also talk that this movie is set in Greece and not a single lead character is Greek. Oh. They may not even have any speaking roles for someone no, no, who's no. Greek. And the director's not Greek. The writer's not Greek. But once again, Mamma Mia 2 really corrects this. Oh, really? Yeah. They even mentioned the like the financial crisis in the second movie oh yeah i mean is this like are we looking at someone's film school what do you mean like if this was the first movie you'd ever directed and then you come back for a second one you okay, must so the person who directed the second one is not the person that directed <gasps> the first one and the person who wrote the second one um had was co-written by the person that wrote love actually Notting hill it's curtis armstrong oh. so that the, se the second one is legitimately has a build and a climb and a, a story that's very good whereas this one no not at all <laughs> i feel like that that is uh, there's plenty of people who are just like hell yeah musicals like i love musicals yeah and then any musical I ever see i'm always like man 
the plot on this thing doesn't make any fucking sense. Like, it just needs, any musical or scene needs a rewrite. Yeah. Even, like, Les Mis, which is, like, like my favorite one, and is very weirdly intricate as a musical, is, like, if you start playing with the plot, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Well, because Les Mis is a, what, like, a 900-page book? Yeah. 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 It's also weird because you don't necessarily need it to make narrative sense, because as long as all the songs reprise at the right times, it feels like, like that's more important than... That's the sense. Who do you think is a better singer? Pierce Brosnan in this mm-hmm. or Russell Crowe in Les Mis? I mean, I feel like it's going to be hard to Pierce defeat... Pierce Brosnan in this. Really? Yeah. It's got to be hard to defeat the tone deafness of Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe sounded like cow- the cowardly lion yeah. in Les Mis. Russell Crowe has a band that has released... Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Odd, odd Foot Grunt. 40 Odd Foot Forty Grunt. Odd, yeah. Yeah. And one band in Australia had a minor hit with a song that was just called Russell Crowe's Band is a Pile of Shit. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Russell Crowe has this, like, he, for being such an amazing actor, yeah. he has zero awareness. And I heard him talking years ago about, like, the role that got away from him was Shakespeare in Love, like, Joseph Fine's part. And it's like, there's just no way that you would have been good at that part. And he was still talking yeah, about yeah. it being like, why would uh, that? I was really looking forward to that. He would have created it. It would have been awful. No. I and feel he really wanted the Les Mis part. I, yeah, I that's think so weird to me that he wanted a part that is like um, so against his strengths. <laughs> like, I, th- I, I thought he thinks he, he's good at everything. I thought he acted in it fine enough. Like I didn't. Oh, have I don't. I think he was like his arms were heavy and he was tense. Like he I, couldn't Because like the that point way. of like uh, Haver is like he's like I'm gonna get you. Like it's a more playful but authoritarian oh. kind of thing. Whereas like he played it like a cop. Like he played it like like cop number two in a procedural. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, I think that's what I liked about it because no. it was like it was like a uh, like he's a fascist. Cop. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But the the, the, but the the more the more thing is just like I'm gonna get you, and like you're, you can't defeat me. It's more of it's it's even more of like a personal thing. Like the fact you got away is like uh, hurts me. Yeah, and it's it, like it that's, that's all like the subtext that's in it. But like none of that's there. Like he's just he's just Robocop. Like yeah, he's just, it should emotionally land, right? Yeah. It's a it's a it's very Shakespearean. It's like yeah, it's a very it's like a Julius Caesar. You're getting him back. It's not about yeah, it's being a good it's cop. like revenge based. It's he, he, like he's the like Jean Valjean's the one that got away. Yeah. So Alex, do you know what's going on? Have we been? Not a clue. About? Okay. So uh, no. It, uh, here's what I think is going on. Everyone's coming to this Greek what a uh, uh, villa for. It's, an, not it's a hotel. Sure. Right. For the wedding, for, for Amanda Siegfried's wedding. Oh, Amanda Siegfried's wedding. wedding. Yeah. Okay. And those are those are Meryl Streep's best friends. friends. Okay. And then she's invited three dudes who are potentially her father. Which she got from the diary. Okay. And that, and she thinks she'll just know when she sees them. I like her planning and forethought. I really, I really like. Also, they hinged a story on the girl who's into horoscopes. Oh. I really think they hinged the story on her being like, who did too many yoga classes and is like, your path is your way. Like, but also she did. She sent them as Meryl Streep. So all oh. these dudes think that they're like coming back for like an old flame. Yeah. So so, so yeah. all these dudes are like Meryl Streep's pussy game was out of control. I well, need to if come you back. see Mamma Mia too. You Mar- understand. Meryl Streep's <laughs> pussy game was out of control. She's no, really don't beautiful. ruin Mamma Mia too. I won't ruin. I love Mamma Mia. This is making me want to watch Mamma Mia too, real bad. 
There's, uh, but you can really appreciate Mamma Mia by seeing Mamma Mia One because all of the guys that play the younger versions of Colin Firth and Pierce Brosnan do such a fine, subtle impression of all of them. <laughs> uh, the guy that plays Colin Firth is it's so subtle, it's so good. The guy who plays Pierce Brosnan sucks, but guess what? Oh. A Pierce Brosnan sucks. <laughs> I, I, Pierce Brosnan's a real shitty actor, but I've watched so many Pierce Brosnan movies, being like, oh Bond, like being like very excited <laughs> about it. Um. My uncle used to date – my uncle was, like, an actor in California and stuff, and so he dated models, and he dated a model who dated Pierce Brosnan before him. Does Pierce Brosnan have weird sex stuff? No, no I was eight years old when this <laughs> happened. I didn't know that. But what I did Get know – Get your uncle on now. the phone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> get him on He's the in phone. Paris right did now. Pierce Brosnan like to get pissed on? Oh, but I was going to say is that – that golden eye was out when we were in California visiting him and the girlfriend and my uncle would make fun of her so much being like, how's that guy doing? Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that sounds, your uncle sounds like me. If, if, that, if, if, if I was in the situation, it'd be like, hey, I got a cool poster and it's just unrolls. Because <laughs> also, we've all done performing, but you didn't, did you study musical theater in school? I went to theater school, so I didn't study musical theater, but I studied theater. Like, yeah. um, like, theater school like shows up on every episode of this podcast. <laughs> Inside baseball. <laughs> but I think musical theater, like musical theater people, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Anyone like who went to Randolph. Yeah, but like, and it's also like people who like do like classical musical theater training. It's like, it's, I wouldn't even call it the same as like regular acting. Like yeah. it's so different and it's so much like... Because there's just the music and the singing and the dancing and, like, a more stylized version of doing anything. Yeah. Which is great. I love it. Hold but on, it's so Cal, different. Hold on one second. I just, that needs to be noted. Alex, did you notice what just happened? The, we're getting the chips rained on her? Just the fact that it's switched from where we were to whatever's happening right now. Yeah. Sorry. Go on, Callum. <laughs> uh, oh, just come a full, on. Just a full dream sequence in a movie that has no other dream sequences. No other dream sequences. <laughs> no other dream this sequences. Is this is so video. weird. This is what Marshall would call gay garbage. Like yeah, this, this is, is gay this garbage. is true gay garbage. This is, like, but it's not directed by a gay man. It feels it. I will say this: the it feels I like don't think it's good enough to be oh, gay no, no, no. garbage, except that it has Meryl Streep and Christina Baranski. Yeah, it, yeah. It, 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 I was gonna say it feels like a reflection of gay garbage. Or is it? Um, is this like classic, like Benny Hill kind of humor? Like I'm trying to figure out what oh, it's okay. being. Have you watched the French and Saunders parody of this? No. It is maybe the funniest nine minutes of stuff ever created. <laughs> they do such a genius job at it. Like, it's tough because they... They also... Matt Lucas from Little Britain plays the choreographer for okay. it. And it's just him, like... Yeah, it's insanely good. Also, I think um, you are rich if you're able to, like, live and own a hotel yeah. on a beautiful Greek island. Why are you complaining? Everything's fine. I, well, I think also just sell it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you really care about money that much. The money is that you get to live in a vacation for all of your yeah. life. Yeah, like you're complaining. How? What about the person who's working in your kitchen? And <laughs> but who, how? Who just has to keep working there because their pension got destroyed by the Greek <laughs> financial <laughs> crisis. This is before. Uh, here's one thing I'm going to point out on the music. Uh, it's not good. <laughs> no, it's no, it's very one. It's not if if a song's three dimensional, it's like one dimensional. Because yeah. also they, I don't know why they just didn't take the original arrangements because it's all done in like big 
stereo. They still have like the big yeah. masters. You can get like the high quality. Now ones. the second one has beautiful arrangement. <laughs> <laughs> what you hate the second one? <laughs> I'm. That zoom is I was saying bonkers. They've already had only one zoom. Why did they not zoom each of them? This pan is very funny. Because this woman directed theater, she doesn't know how to work a camera. Yeah. It's, it's like clumsy Wes Anderson. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah. But also, there's like, these guys have like three separate introductions. Because you see a close-up of the envelope she's sending all of them with their addresses. Yeah. Then you see them leaving to go to the airport and you get like a little glimpse of all of them. Yeah. Then you get them all meeting each other on the boat talking and now they come, they introduce themselves and there's more pans. <laughs> <laughs> so like Amanda Seyfried's two best friends could not tell you their names if my life depended oh, on them. Oh no, them. what is Amanda Seyfried's name in this? I don't know. What's, what's Meryl Streep's name in this? But these guys get like all these like zoom ups and intros. And they're like, hairy and... Mm, it reminds hard. me of... Uh, you, you ever watch like Korean... Uh, we're, we're, we're trying to write something. We, I think we're, we're watching Korean soap operas Ooh. to parody them. And if you watch a Korean soap opera, it is uh, everyone gets twelve introductions. Oh, like uh, or or uh, uh, we start Korean and then we switch and then we switch over to like Sri Lankan or like Indian soap operas, and those ones are truly like every show has like forty characters and everyone gets an introduction all the time. Oh I also my God. do not understand why Christina Bransky is in a towel. <laughs> like well. the other two people, one's wearing a full tool belt. It's just a power move. Like but she showed up at the house, body, took a though. shower. And then it's incredible. She looks it's, great. No, no. Oh, she looks amazing. Like, but yeah, plot she looks wise. great. But as far as just like, it's a strange stage picture. They really are banking on how sexy Meryl Streep once was. Yeah, yeah. It's a... If well, because also big reveal, Colin Firth's character is now gay, <laughs> but he's apparently, but like he's like, no, I know, I still have to go back and see if I can hit it once more. <laughs> like, see, do you think they got Meryl Streep first? I couldn't see this movie existing without Meryl Streep and Pierce Brosnan. I, you know what, I could, because I bet you, even without these people, it still would have made its money back, because the That's m- musical was such a phenomenon, and yes. this ran for in my hometown in Townsville at the um. There's like a really cool cinema, uh, which is like the best. And then there's uh, the multiplex, and it's called uh, Cannon Park. And this ran for six months. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like, eventually, it was just one showing a week, but just people were like, let's go back and see Mamma Mia again. Like, people <laughs> love this movie. Well, this is the thing why I get so mad at things like this and Les Mis. You don't need a star for the audience. You don't. No. And you no. could make a star out of someone. You know, you could make someone's career. But instead, like, do, does Pierce Brosnan really need it? Did Russell Crowe really need it? This is Kevin Pierce liked Brosnan in the zeitgeist in a way that he would not be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he was Bond. He was Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Hippie Pierce Brosnan. You see? This is all people want is just, like, it's fun to see Bond dressed up as a hippie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, this movie... No, you know this on is, many levels. This is like this. This whole movie is like a seventies variety show. <laughs> yeah, like you're yeah. like it's a bunch of random songs that don't make sense. It's like some fun sketches that like don't really make sense, but it's fun to watch. <laughs> and lots of celebrities. This Goats. is an episode of the Brady Bunch Hour, but yeah. not like the Brady Bunch sitcom. There are like their variety show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it speaks like to a time before ours. This is like something that would happen in the 70s or 80s. Yeah. Well, like the Star Wars Christmas special. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I watched recently, and some people are like, it's the worst thing ever made. And part of me was like, 
There's some cool. Like I was like, <laughs> I didn't hate it. Like it's. Hey, listen, we can shit on stuff all we want, but let's be honest. It's hard to make art. Yeah. And this oh, works yeah. in a way that it shouldn't, and it does. It's terrible, yeah. but it's not bad. She's excited. She's loving life in this movie, and it's a joy to watch. Yeah. Yeah, there is no conflict. Like, the conflict is them being like, well, there's only one way to get out of this situation. It's to I fuck would, our way out. Like, it's really. If I, if someone, if I'd flown all the way to Greece and found out that I hadn't been a thing, I'd be furious. Yeah. yeah. I would kick someone's, I would, like, just fuck stuff up at a hotel out of spot. I'd be. Yeah. So mad. Yeah. If you were the guys. If I was the guys, yeah. Okay, I have a question for you because I don't, like, if I get pregnant, I know that I'm pregnant. Like, I wonder what that means to a guy who doesn't know that they had a kid to, like, then become a father. I, I think I'd be pretty annoyed. I'd be like... You'd be annoyed, eh? I'd be... Because it's like... I'm I'm always kind of terrified that there's some woman from the past that could walk up to me and be like, this yeah, one's yours. Yeah, you know yours. what's more terrifying is raising that kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, someone... Yeah, I... You know what... This is a, this is more about me of like I could see someone meeting me I could see different women have met me had sex with me maybe 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 a month or so and then not spoken to me again had a kid and been like there's no way I'm including that fucking train wreck but, in this child's life but I wonder see cuz I would if I ever got pregnant which uh, I don't think but anyways if that ever happened for me I I think I need everyone around me even if the dad was a fuck up like I just would want everyone everyone would have to know yeah, yeah. I, I, that's also like who you are. Unless he's abusive, I know, I know yeah. so much about you <laughs> that you've just screamed at friend. me in comedy bar. You're my friend. Right now they're singing this song, and they're fucking butchering it, and they're not like they're it's, butchering I, these. Because I didn't realize this was to be a song. I thought it was like kind of like you know, like them like fun hanging out in the. It's, I mean, that's what it is, but it's also legitimately like, a very th- good song. Say so would do a thing uh, on like all the ABBA records and stuff like that. They were trying to recreate Phil Spector's Wall of Sound, yeah. but they didn't have that many musicians they could play. So they oh. would overdub it a whole bunch of times, and they were some of the first people to do that many overdubs and stuff. Uh. And they would do stuff, and so like, and that add like a bunch of little extra stuff. So that's why like ABBA records sound like have such a distinct sound and sound like a little bit magical was because there's also like weird stuff they do with like speeding up the tape like tiny enough and then double doing it and that and then also the thing is you could also put like um god i'm blanking on their names now and i feel very embarrassed benny and benny benny and but no the two women uh who are like all i know is like uh like the blonde and brown head what's that what's that uh, but they could also like go into the booth and sing harmonies with themselves just back to back to back to back. That's wild. Oh. And that so like this song in particular has so many great harmonies on the record, but like this is like I think so. This is I- brutal. This is like if you did a Led Zeppelin musical and you let Pierce Brosnan play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful. I think Abba Abba's Swedish, right? Yes. And. So is Robin, and I feel like they live in that same place where, on surface, the songs are just like whatever pop. Mm. But if you really listen to the lyrics and you really feel like the music and the the melodic changes and stuff, they're very beautiful, very emotionally hitting. Yeah, like uh, I think it's true of Robin, but like I think her biggest hits are simplest songs. Robin's biggest hits are the songs that have the least going on in them. Well, call your girlfriend and dancing yeah. on my own. But the, the, very simple, 
What a simple pl- plot to Compa- a song. I'm saying compared to other Robin songs, they oh. have the yeah. least going on. In but them. even even like those Robin songs are similar. Is like the bass in both those songs. Yeah, the bass is huge. Are amazing, and it would be the equivalent like if they did Robin the musical with the same creative team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would just take out that bass. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, the the whole the but reason those cool. songs are fun is the bass is so. Yeah, so interesting. There's yeah. something uh, going on in like Swedish culture that just gets how to make a uh, hard hitting. Now, now to talk, now to talk yes. about my particular subgenre interest music. In Swedish screamo is <laughs> the best. Like it's truly one of the best subgenre. It's it's almost, it's almost its own subgenre now. Yeah, and it's mixing like hardcore punk and French pop are the two kind of styles they mix. Okay, and it's got it's got such a distinct, wonderful sound, and the, a lot of the guitars have like huge. They have like the whammy bar, like they play. Well, holding the whammy bar, so it's like weird, out of tune bends that sound so cool. Oh, that is cool. And it's like, it, there's, there's something about out. like Swedish uh, uh, music. That is, I think it's because of like uh, kind of the Scandinavian mm-hmm. way of just like creating so many like sc- like extracurricular programs for kids mm. um, that uh, uh, lead to this. Like, it's there's a lot of Swedish bands that are extremely interesting extremely artistic and extremely different that are just like four guys who went to high school together who had a place to go jam every day and then now they all live in different cities and like sometimes they'll come together and play again but it's so interesting because it's just like every day after school they they couldn't really go home they didn't really have schoolwork to do because they have a different way the school runs so they just went and played music and it just creates like better music where's the hives from sweden yep I know there was a program for a little while where you could get money if you're in a band. Yep. Like the government what? would give you like money. Canada should do that. I mean, that would require Canada to fund, like, to really put money where its mouth is. and factor. And trying to get money out of factor is trying to like get money out of a stone. Ugh. It's really hard to get money out of factor. And also, they will like hound you on budgets and only take like percentages of it. Uh, my friends, like a friend of a friend, told me this thing where he's like, "Oh." This shitty uh, ska band, and they wanted so much money from Factor. Yeah. So what they did is they went to the producer, told them to double all the amounts. Yeah. And then Factor gave them <laughs> half. Oh. So smart. then, so then they gave the producer the half. Great. And then he's like, "Cool." Good. That's such fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like traditionally, songs move the narrative along and are very important in a musical. Except for jukebox musicals, they just are in the way. Yeah, like this would be a... If you were going to be like ins- divorcing like a Mamma Mia adaption, if you're like, I want to make a good movie about Meryl Streep dealing with like being a single mother and her daughter getting married in Greece. Yeah. You would not put all these songs in there. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If we're going to think logically about anything, this yeah. movie shouldn't exist. But also like and also just full slow motion shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you, she's truly one of the worst filmmakers. Like, she had a platform to really rise to the top. And but that being she's said, the chemistry is beautiful. Yeah. And the it's also, colors are great. It's strange, but it's never completely incomprehensible. No, no, no. And, uh, it follows like I was gonna say it follows basic filmmaking convention, parts. but it doesn't. It's there, it, fo- it it's it's comprehensible. This is why you make movies so, yeah. like this. Yes, girl. <laughs> we said a, a Greek nunna throw her branches on the floor and just go yeah, and she was real nunna I want I wanted to cut back if it was me directing, it would cut back to her after and just see her picking up her branches again. <laughs> yeah. like, I do have to move these. Her branches. husband yelling at her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just a dancing queen. 
<laughs> we'll all stop without those branches. <laughs> See, they're just going to leave. Good. See, they did leave, Alex. The rich people Makes left. Sense. See, now just tell them the truth. What's the we'll big say. deal? Oh, th- I thought you were going to take off her shirt in that moment. <laughs> no, don't leave. Here's my tits. Oh, yes. Uh, the water is so sparkly. I know. Here's the thing. She's also just swimming onto a boat with three strange men she's never met. Like, I mean, we can't even get into that. It's weird how all oh, the moms told them to leave. It's also weird how... Actually, you know what? I was going to say it's weird how these three became fast friends. But you know what? Now I'm thinking out loud. If I, if, I, <laughs> if, I was, if I had pussy game so good that I <laughs> traveled halfway across the world and met two people who did, we'd probably get along. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah well, I mean, like, if, if every guy that I ever dated was in the same room, they'd all realize that they look exactly the same. And that <laughs> uh, Speaking of you saying, like, oh, musicals, Detroit musicals don't advance the plot. Is a particular specific of me and Philippe, when we were teens, were like, let's write a Blink-182 musical because oh we thought it would be funny. <laughs> I bet you that would do well because fucking like, Green Day musical was like yeah, yeah, yeah. a huge hit. Yeah, it was like, it was like we thought it would be funny. I bet you there's going to be a Blink-182 well. musical. Here's, and, and the reason, the reason we chose Blink-182 is right when Cross the Universe came out and we were like, oh, wow, the like songs are so like abstract enough that you can kind of advance a plot of a musical with the songs. Not, does, not every song does in Cross the Universe, but overall kind of. And so we tried to do that with Blink-22, and it was impossible yeah. because we're just, like, combing through songs being, like, you can't advance the plot of anything with these pop songs. It's not You're, the point of the song. It's nice. really less about the lyrics and more about the theme of the overall yeah, song, yeah. and then you just show yeah. it through themes. And also... Listen, hold on. Uh, Pierce Brosnan. He tries. He sounds like um like an old Irish dad, like if he was singing at like a wedding, like yeah. to be yeah. like cheers to you and you he know sings what? a little song. He started that and I was trying to place what the exact tone was, and it is Russell Crowe and they miss. Yeah, it's it, very yeah. It's, cowardly it's like, lion. Yeah. Because he's like he's hitting two different notes. It's kind of close to me singing. I can't sing very well. But if you were one of the men in the musical, like in the London End musical or on Broadway, would you not watch this and be like, what the is oh, happening. I feel like every musical, like people who like super into musicals, watch movie musicals where like some stars doing it. It's like, yeah. what the fuck are you doing? But also, this is like, you know what it is? It's they essentially like, and I get it. They're like, who are three heartthrobs of like a particular age? And is Stellan Skarsgård a heartthrob? I think earlier in his career he was a for like, like Swedish. Maybe because he's the only Swedish one. They need maybe, a one Swedish uh, person in it? Maybe. I guess so. But, like, Colin... <laughs> they're drawing each other. I know. It's so interesting. Now, as someone who's been married now, if we were about to get married and then Jess just fucked off for a whole day, the day before our wedding, yeah. and didn't bother to message me, I'd be like, yeah, yeah don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like... But they're 20. That's He's a good very point. sensual. I like the way his body looks. <laughs> <laughs> Watching movies with Vite is like, is like the most horned up person so at all times. I'm so horny. It's a problem. It went away for a little bit at the beginning of the summer because I was like dealing with anxiety and it kind of went away. And I was like, oh, maybe I'm just like settling into adulthood yeah. or something. But then I like calmed down and I'm so horny again. <laughs> it's a very like... It is interesting going from, like, Pierce Brosnan, Colin Firth, Stellan Sarsgaard, all shirtless, and then this guy. It is interesting. It's a movie that has more of the female gaze than yeah, a lot yeah, of yeah. other movies. For sure. Yeah. 
I, I think, yeah, because she's, like, even just the fact she's wearing, like, a one-piece bathing suit is probably even a part of it. Yeah. It's yeah. true. Yeah. And to me, she looks very childlike. Because that's the point, right? Like, the mom doesn't want her to get married. The mom wants her to no. leave the island and oh. have a life. Traveling Europe, truly you'll be at some beautiful historical site and there will be a bachelor yeah. or bachelorette party of British people just ruining it. That was Barcelona. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was Barcelona for me. No. And Amsterdam. But I assume people go to Amsterdam just for bachelor uh, or bachelorette parties. I did a theater festival in Dublin and we went to Temple Bar, which is like the oldest place and these old beautiful pubs that are still like used by locals and stuff during the day are amazing yeah, yeah, yeah. and then at night i saw a guy this british guy try to vomit and fight a bouncer at the same time <laughs> like just same thing yeah oh they do sing super trooper i was wrong they sing it in the second one too then yeah i like now at least now it's like isn't it funny that they're so bad at singing this song <laughs> like it's it's your mom singing like i'd be so that, embarrassed oh i know I went. I tell you, I, it was on my Insta stories. But I went to a wedding, and it was like a bit like the bride was. Her family's very Polish, and this uh, 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 they have like a DJ like playing like in the, when they're doing photos, looking for the reception to yeah. start. And the the uh, 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 aunt comes up to the microphone, and so Polish is like, "Hold on, hold on." They told me not to do this, but I do it anyway. Yes. <laughs> and then makes them play like MIDI like. Uh, instrumental tracks and yeah. sings like like, a, like a, a, a pop standard and then like a Polish pop standard. <laughs> I listen to the Polish pop standard. It, it, she wasn't she was decent but loud. Yeah. And then her husband comes up with a trumpet and does tequila. Oh. I'm not against any of this, That's but it's not my wedding. It, it was so funny. <laughs> like we were, and no one had any idea it was happening. But the people, like the, the 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 bride who told her not to do it. Yeah. Was out getting her photos taken and comes back in and is like, did she just fucking hell? <laughs> Here, I think it's so lovely that when people get married, people get so excited that they want to like do stuff during. Like, I think that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. But I think that's. And that's what makes weddings good. As long as someone gets plastered. Yeah. And does it. And it like, there's a difference in a wedding where people are joyful and they're celebrating. And then when it gets like a dark turn, I used to cater. And I catered a wedding that ended at 11.30 because everyone got way too drunk. Whoa. I've seen Do that. Do you have any how mad I would be if yeah. I, you kicked me out and I was drunk at 11.30? Yeah. The bride. Okay. So they on the table, they had a bottle of champagne and a bottle of Hennessy as per the tradition. And it was an open bar. Woo! And they were doing oh. shots. And when we'd pass by, the bride would run and spit out whatever shot she had just been pretending to do. Jesus. It was, And people were, like, passed out. The husband looked unpleasant. And it was nine. Oh, no, it was 11 courses. And she had three dress changes. It was wild. Wow. 11 courses? That is a. 11 courses. We were still serving food when they were ending the wedding. Because everyone goes. I mean, isn't that. Illegal to have just open bottles of Hennessy where people can serve themselves. Like, isn't that a smart serve violation? Oh, I have no idea. This was it was a Chinese wedding, and apparently Hennessy is the tradition. I mean, I haven't been fully watching, but how much of this movie is just hard exposition like this? None. No, uh, they just are explaining because they each have to have a reason to think why they'd be the dad. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Now, Stellan Sarsgaard's having a great time until he finds out he might have uh, a had a kid. And then he's like, i got to get out of here. He starts sweating. Oh, I assumed I was just going to have sex with a 19-year-old in Greece. Literally, he was going to have sex with a 19-year-old. Right Ugh. now, all the men are coming to, like, 
you know, like rush to the bachelorette party. Yeah. But they're all doing it wearing these terrifying masks climbing up a cliff. <laughs> I like, mean, they're just in the vacationing mood and everyone's wearing a different form of sequence. Yes. I feel like every guy in this movie has fucked because of this movie. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, Dominic Cooper I'm no, for Colin sure. Firth fucks because of Mr. Darcy. Oh, yeah. Colin Forever Firth don't need help. His wife cheated on him and it made the news because the man she cheated on him with started to stalk her. So she had to come clean and be like, okay, I had an affair on you. This guy's stalking me now. Jesus. And it made the news. It was bad. Wow. Yeah. Colin Firth needs nothing from no one. That guy's so hot. I don't understand it. He looks like an older woman, to be honest. But Yeah. There's, also like a, there's, a, there's a point where um, older men hit where it's either... Well, they start to look older like old... Older British men. Older British men start to look yeah. like old, old lesbians. Yeah. Uh, well, Paul McCartney's been in that area for a long time. Uh, Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey, yes. It's interesting. Maybe they lose testosterone. Yeah, and yeah. They get more estrogen I mean, as they get older. Paul McCartney has had so much work done. Yeah, and his hair is so awkwardly long. And so is yeah. Dana Carvey's. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, it's the styling as well as the face. But the whole thing about like drinking the night before, the wedding stresses me out. What if I'm hungover and I feel like shit? Did you do that? No, I think maybe we had like a beer together or something. No, I went like no. Did we you had a like show you or something. The night before, like did you? No, sleep I in think. The same uh, yeah, the night before. Yeah. Oh, you did. It. You yeah, did yeah. It. No, no, no. Well, because we went got married down at City Hall, right? And then we just had drinks with some people afterwards, so it wasn't even like a um. A wedding, wedding. Well, yeah. Well, it was still very much a wedding, but it wasn't like it doesn't really fit in with most wedding traditions and right. stuff. Just the classic Pierce Brosnan. Well, they gave him a whole song. That was a mistake. He really... Okay, much like Russell Crowe in Les Mis, they scream when they sing. Like They they look like they're screaming. Yeah. So bad. It's impossible for him to control his face. So bad. (laughs) Also, okay, if you're going to... If we're going to, like, Blue Sky, the perfect ABBA movie, it is not ABBA the movie. That should just be a concert film. That the narrative doesn't work. Sure. It's not this. They should make a biopic <laughs> about ABBA and then have it in. Because, like, in the band, like, they were, like, both, like, two couples got married, one got divorced. Is like, that what it, happened? Yeah, yeah. 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 They're, like, um, they're the, like Fleetwood Mac. Yes, but, yeah, and that's very interesting. And then you could organically put the music in, and then you could cast people, like, cast Swedish actors who are very good at it. Uh, and you could also do, like, because also these songs are, like, in French and Swedish as well, some of these as well. Oh, yeah. And it's so funny that this movie's set in Greece. Yeah, yeah. But it's still I, the most, like, aggressively angle. Like, it's, you don't even hear Greek in the... And no one was someone like, maybe we should have just a little chatter of Greek, or we should have Meryl Streep say something in Greek to someone she works with briefly. But I guess is Meryl Streep just the worst white woman who has oh, completely uh, refused to integrate with the locals? Like That's very funny. Yeah, she should say yeah. like a even Greek aside to someone. Like, the, literally, or like this even... Is the, this is the part. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do that? And then Pamela Pants back! This is like a. This look like this person could get like a gig directing like a music video for B four four. Yeah, yeah. Four four. Uh, I like your pitch for a movie, and the main thing I like your pitch for a movie is that you don't have to show the whole song. 
because I've never I've never nice. watched a movie like obviously these aren't full songs. It's like it'll be like verse, chorus, bridge, chorus again, and like cut out the middle bits. And uh, but like like you just do like just a chorus in in, the, in it and it'll be fine in yeah. the context of your movie. But then sometimes you want to hear the best parts of the songs and they're not always the chorus. I will say this: it should be noted that Christine Bergansky's swimsuit. Um, was on Oprah's like favorite things whenever this movie came out, and it's supposed to be like the thinning bathing suit. This is the creepiest thing. Yeah. Yeah. So Christine Baranski hooked up with a twenty-year-old, and he is a, a terrifying actor. I find him. He makes well, me feel very uncomfortable. You know, and he's a very good dancer. Yeah, great. Dancer. I wonder if I wonder if he's never acted before. And he can't really sing either. Also, can I just say it's like he's like go away, and part of me is like. You slept with a 20-year-old, and now they want to, like, hang out. Of course they do. She's, it's not like doing, she's not following the Dan Savage rule, which is no uh, campsite. Leave them better than you found them if you hook up with someone younger. Yeah. <laughs> but here's the deal. If anything, if you need to save time in the movie, this is an exact example of something that does not need to be in the movie. Yes. I don't care about Christine Bransky, what she did during the bachelorette party. No. And her with her crooked glasses. <laughs> I do love that, like... She's not a bad singer. She's a she's a Broadway caliber singer, and she's a great actor. Yeah, she's I amazing. I love the, the like nineteen fifties vaudeville plot of trying to get a kiss <laughs> through force. Yep. Yeah. She's gonna put a pie in his face. I mean, like he's very interesting looking. Like I like his look, but I hate. <laughs> well, no, no, you know what? They did a like hard. They're doing a hard blowjob joke. Exactly. No. But he's no. I, it's almost like he's acting for someone in the rafters. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, the, the that's very musical theater. Yes, he yeah. might have been in the musical. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's pretty good. I like that. It looked but, like she was giving him a blowjob, but really she was tying a towel around him to make it look like he was wearing a diaper because he's a baby. But also, I'm confused a little bit because are these people on holiday or do they work here? Like, I think I've now gotten caught up in the class economics. <laughs> <laughs> no, some people are on holiday because they're there for the wedding, no? Oh, yeah. But I mean, some do work there. Like, I'm pretty sure that kid works there. Yeah. Maybe he's Greek. I mean, he's not. Man, he is dancing so hard. Ugh. Oh, the look back. Ugh. It's so great. He makes me so uncomfortable, and it's such a waste of a beautiful-looking person. But I also feel like... I've never seen a dance piece that actually looks at gender roles in an interesting way. Like, yeah. it still seems like dance as an art form is still very much caught up in, like, you're doing the male thing and you're doing the female thing. Yeah. And you have to... This is how males look and this is how females look. And these are, like, the very, like, I'm hard sure parts. I, I'm like, sure there are some... Not mainstream stuff. Yes. But I'm, I'm sure it's happening. There was this group that I saw called Grupo Corpo, which was a Brazilian, like, ballet company. And they didn't have like typical ballerina bodies. Like they, they switched, oh. they switched it up, because that was their thing. Is they all they wanted was very good dancers, and they didn't want to adhere to like looking like a Russian ballerina in the 1800s. So they, I feel like they would be on the cutting edge of that kind of thing too. That would be yeah. That would be. I mean, every time I've seen a ballet thing, I've usually been like, you do look and you're like, that's eating disorders on stage. Yeah. Like, like well, it's they're, like they're literally looking for a body type that existed in 1890s Russia. Like I had, <laughs> I, I had a, a little girl that I would babysit and she went to the National Ballet School and mm. she didn't get into the school school. Like she's trained with them, but she didn't get into the actual school because her torso was too long. 
That's all. That's but she's an incredible dancer. Yeah. Wrong proportion know. of torso. Yeah. And I guess that is what happens when you have an art form that, ha- like, and there is very cool, interesting dance stuff. But a lot of the ballet companies have not really changed since the 1890s. Like, no, it I is don't a, want to, yeah, it's, it's like opera. It's like a static art form. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's opera, no new opera. Opera apparently is changing, I, I, mm. uh, but it's um, like 200 years behind. Like, it used to be 500 years Well, behind. I remember because someone was like, no, these operas are great. They used to be like this and they used to be like this. And I was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, you, <laughs> know what I mean? like, you can't, like, I can't do a thing. And part of me is like, if I'd done that sketch in the 60s, it would have blown people's <laughs> minds. <laughs> either it's, I think it's an art form, either it speaks to you or it. It doesn't, or maybe you age into like an opera. I wonder. I think yeah, I I think, yeah, when I'm 80, I'm gonna love an opera. I yeah. resent how much funding they get. Yeah, but uh, you know where the, a lot of the funding comes from? Older, like rich families that are like, I like the look of opera. <laughs> like it's it's not so much the yeah. government. In Australia, the government still gives them money. The government like, definitely gives them money here. In a way that they would not be able to exist if it wasn't for yeah, the yeah. government. Uh, and then they'll like starve other arts programs for it. Yeah, I want my sketch comedy budget <laughs> hey, canadian look, sketch of the i just think that if we should we we <laughs> go for I think it it's an art form <laughs> sketch comedy sketch comedy i do i think yeah. comedy yeah. is an art and i think it, and that we should be recognized it's not fair i should be able I, to I, do, a grant like, I, a I do show. i do agree with that but it is a thing where i'm like i think right now people are pushing like comedy is an art form give stand-up money like give stand-ups money i'm like but well, stand-ups don't need the money they don't need a set where a sketch show could have a set yeah, yeah, and, yeah, stuff yeah. and a group of people yeah Ugh. like also like a sketch show is like I, I it's the same thing of like i meet my girlfriend's parents tomorrow and my girlfriend was like oh no matter what i tell them they think you do stand up oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like i think that's probably the bigger problem about that yeah, yeah. for sure i mean you do it's yeah I kept telling so- someone, I remember someone where I kept asking when they were going to see me on this TV show that I worked on. And I had to explain like so many times, I wrote on it briefly. I'm not going to be on it. And it's just like this weird thing where he just couldn't understand that there were people who you didn't see on, yeah. on screen. Yeah, like, I, I think I, in his mind, like... Or they think the actors write everything. The line, yeah. 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 Especially I'm always, comedies. They think I'm, I'm, I'm always amazed by how um, ignorant the average person is to like with this so some, especially, especially like especially like when it comes to like TV shows and stuff like something that they spend that the average person spends at least two hours a day yeah that's enjoying true, yeah. I was gonna be like well like uh, my sister works in like tech and I couldn't even tell you the first thing but it's not like I spend yeah well actually yeah, I am on my phone yeah well, that's, I think that's different I think, yeah. I think you're getting uh, the end product a, of it there's also but that is also an issue sometimes too when like um, my brother studied economics and yeah. someone was just like, why did you let this thing happen? He was talking about the global financial crash. Yeah. And he was like, I didn't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, and he's like, why didn't anyone warn us about this well or something? They did. And they're like, Lots we did. <laughs> well, Plenty. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and he was, but it was so tough because I think people saw that and was like, well, you're in charge of, the, like, just like couldn't understand what his actual job was. I think what it comes down to is that unless you work in the job, you should never have a thing to say about the job. Like, you should yes. never decide. And that's what's so hard about getting government funding. Because yeah. you have a bunch of people who have zero clue yeah, yeah. as to what it is that you do, giving you deciding whether or not you need something. Well, I mean, I feel the worst case is it sucks for artists. Bless you. But 
teachers, I think, have it almost the worst. Oh, because yes, yes. people yeah. would be like, we want to judge your money based on this test. And it's not the and it's not the idea of this, but you're like, this test is ran by someone who doesn't even understand how, like, childhood development works. This yeah. is uh, when we discovered that a woman directed the movie because I was like, yeah, no man would think like that you could nick yourself shaving your legs. That would not be a section <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have that exact cut right now on my <laughs> leg. <laughs> it's the shin bone. It's like it, it gets in the way of the razor sometimes and you nick yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I think I feel like most male Hollywood directors would be like, Women don't have hair on their legs. No, <laughs> like we're it like just the doesn't razor grow. commercials where we're already fair yeah. and then we <laughs> shave on top of our fairness. I will say I shouldn't complain. I'm not a hairy, hairy person. But uh, still got to shave. I don't, it's Again, I don't think it's... But you know what? I think this is almost the perfect way to watch it is like talking over it and it's in the <laughs> background. And then you occasionally come in and you're like, I like this song. <laughs> well, there's definitely... Like we just made it past... The part that you're kind of like, it's a it's a sludge. Like it's it gets it gets yeah, pretty say, boring. It does get like it, you know what it feels like. It feels like when you're on vacation and you have something to do that night, but you don't have anything to do during the day. <laughs> oh, so that's you, a specific like you're feeling. Waiting that's for my, something. Oh no, that is my favorite thing. That's my least favorite. No. I go. I'm am climbing up the wall. I start drinking at like three in the well, afternoon. Well, my sister got yeah. married in Mexico, and so the day of her wedding, we didn't really have to start getting ready until three. So we were just kind of like, like you go on the beach, but you don't want to get tired because yeah. you know that you have this like important event, and you don't want to get burned or anything or too dirty. Like it was a whole thing of just like I guess I'll just sit for a while. <laughs> yeah. You're no, watching I, TV. You're like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what I did at my buddy's Josh's place. Was like, it was so much fun because we just like hung out for a little bit before on the before he got married, and then get ready and went. It is fun. Yeah, for men, it's a totally different thing. I think I get hair and makeup. One time, my favorite thing is to be in a hotel room or an Airbnb and not have anything to do. Oh, when well, I was on my honeymoon, Jess got sick one day, so she was in bed, and oh. I just by myself. And I was like, oh, that sucks. That's terrible. And, but so she was just sleeping. And then by myself, I just drank 12 beers. Oh, my God. <laughs> you alcoholic. Yeah, like, you described <laughs> alcoholism. No, but also, like, I hadn't been drinking, like, at, no, maybe it's not 12. Beautiful. Like, only, like, six or seven or something. But by yeah, myself. Yeah, only six or seven it's beers by fun, myself. But it's more, I like drinking by myself more than in a social situation. Oh, that, that is just alcoholism. Yeah, I don't no. know how. It's great. Have it I think that's one of the lists. That's one of the checkoffs. Well, no, no. checkoffs on the AA thing. <laughs> that's not true. No, because I like. I don't need. I feel that way about like I, pot. I prefer to smoke oh, pot by myself. Yeah. But I don't need alcohol to be social or to function yes. in a social. I don't need it as a social lubricant. Uh, but sometimes, if you're just bored in an Airbnb in Paris, I could have gone to see something, but I didn't want to because my wife is six. So instead, I just drank all the beer that we had, and I just watched. Uh, See, now that sounds very Batman nice. cartoons. Well, I mean, you should have been like looking out the window or something. <laughs> I do love the song and I do God. like her performance of it. I I hate this. You do, eh? I it's think it's no, beautiful. Yeah, God. It's she's because she's not performing the song. She's doing some weird like She's playing it like a monologue. Yes. Which I, I, I think that's cool. Oh, <laughs> that's what Anne Hathaway did honestly, in the Any other song, if I didn't care so much about ABBA, I'd yeah. find it very interesting and stuff. Because I genuinely think it's interesting and not bad. If this was a Beatles song, I'd be like, who gives a fuck? Go nuts. 
but because it, it's Ab, a part of me is like, don't you dare do anything to it. I get that. It's I very understand. funny. Of like, as I got to know you, you're, you, how sacred you view Abba. Abba is so funny to it's, me. It's an Australian thing, I guess. Okay. We, I did a, I was doing some show with two friends from Australia, and we did a game, and we're like, this game is called Simply the Best, because we're gonna have a random Abba song show us, like starter, <laughs> and just a bunch of Canadians just not. Like and like, just be like, what are they talking about? What is Canada's version of this? Bare naked ladies? <laughs> kind of, that's that's probably I mean, the closest. I'd ne- I tragically hip, I bet you. I hate yeah. the tragically. I hate hip, the tragically too. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just beautiful. I don't. Mountain. Yeah, um, they all seem like super nice people. But yeah, musically. But the Bare Naked Ladies, I had thought they were a novelty band. <laughs> they kind of were. Yeah. They got famous yeah. on Speaker's Corner. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. But then, uh, then. Uh, Jess really likes them, and it's like they do have legitimately very good songs. Yeah. But you wouldn't necessarily know that if you're outside of Canada. No, their hits no. are not are like outside the of Weird Canada. Al songs. Yeah. Yes, they're like yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like the white guy rapping in the '90s thing, or like yeah. the um, the Big Bang Theory soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> they really do Big Bang. Th- okay, so this is what I like about this song. It's very cliche lines. But I also it hits. It hits me like the part where she yes. says, "I don't want to talk because it makes me feel sad." Yeah, uh, ugh, like that gets me I think good. I almost wish they had done this sh- without the music. Oh, that would like be that would have been like a if they'd done this straight as a monologue and just taken it as like a play text cool. or something. That would be very interesting, especially if you were like a, a like a huge ABBA fan. It's in the middle of the movie. It's like all the lyrics of a song just said with. Emotion. Yeah, yeah I mean that is I dreamed a dream in Lamez. She yes. barely sings. Yes, it. Yeah. but oh, that's ever a part of that fucking movie too. Because it makes me feel sad. I want. I she is really very good. She's very good. And Pierce Brosnan is gone. <laughs> 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 he sucks. No, he sucks. The Pierce Brosnan is extremely fine. That Pierce Brosnan is the one that she like. If this was Colin Firth, if Colin Firth had his part, you'd yes. be like. I think even Stellan. I think Salon would be great. I think the problem is Pierce Brosnan's just Pierce Brosnan in any other reality is on a soap opera right now. Yes, and he's not bad. He's not like he's not terrible. But that's the level of acting he's at. He's a, he's like on an Irish drama, an Irish soap opera. He pops up as a dirtbag on a comedy sometimes. He plays like minor roles in shows because he's the medium head. He's like a but well, like. So much. <laughs> But for him to be acting opposite Meryl Streep while she does a monologue on top of a mountain. Mountain in Greece. It's glorious. She they also can do whatever the fuck she wants because the, the director's probably like, please go nuts. I won't say yeah. anything. Yeah. Oh, I bet you if they're like, Meryl, uh, just one thing. And she's like, what? <laughs> Fucking say something. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you say something? I can play anything. I love I love the idea of Meryl being like a like big dick in her way through movies. <laughs> I hear Don't it. you talk to me. I, I am a Meryl, box office draw. Meryl is literally the opposite. She's so she's such a team player that when you do reaction shots where it's just supposed to be like the back of her head, she'll stay on set and and do it with you, oh, which like shit. most big actors one, don't yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah, they have someone who looks like them. Yeah. Who like gets paid a hundred thousand dollars a year to like <laughs> in that um And that's beautiful because that makes a beautiful performance. Oh, I love yeah. you, Meryl oh, I mean <laughs> She is <laughs> She's acting Ooh. against a wall. This yes. is very beautiful too. Sorry. I wish we could rewind. That that shot of Amanda I would, in her yeah. dress. If you ever get married, you should have a destination wedding 
to this island. Don't even. <laughs> I want to go to Greece so badly since I was a kid. You were a bit? We, no, we used to have a poster in my house that was Santorini, and I was always like, God, I want to go there Santorini so is meant to be amazing. Ugh, you know what? Next year I'm going. And also, it is to be said that for my sister's wedding, I got extensions truly based on a menacing green terror in this, <laughs> in this movie. Like...
It's his. It's his range. Look yeah. how beautiful this. This must be a studio, right? With the spider. And yeah. it's also not. He's not asking. They're not asking him to belt it either. But they never did ask him to belt it. But he was. <laughs> <laughs> but like he sounds great in this part. Like he. It doesn't sound great, but he sounds pretty good. Well, you know what it is. He had a vocal coach who's like, the only way you're gonna hit those notes is if you really like go for it. Uh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because that's how the human voice works. It's true. It is true. Yeah. yeah. Look, they just got married. They piggybacked off her daughter's wedding. But is this an ABBA song? It's got to be. Because it's it, it literally I has like an Irish flute happening behind it. It sounds Gaelic. Is it? I, I must admit, I do not know this ABBA song. But they also have so many albums. Yeah, like in the second one, I literally was like, how? With what music? And you know what? Great music. No, I was so I was listening to ABBA today to get geared up, and so I don't pay for Spotify, so the app won't let me like select the song. It's always like on you shuffle. Pay. It's like nine bucks a month. Uh, <laughs> I'll sit to ads. <laughs> like, what am I gonna <laughs> do? My parents tape all their music off the radio. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah you, you, you're like a weird like free music scumbag. Where you won't even just download it illegally. You're like, yeah. Well, uh, but um, it was just shuffling through their entire catalog. Yeah. And there's not really like a clunker in there. Like it's like I don't like him. He makes me feel uncomfortable. The one black guy in the movie makes no, you feel uncomfortable. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cuz of that. Uh <laughs> They also touching your purse. Shut up. God, look Yo, at that dude you know, you with know, the highlights. You, in you the, see that guy with the shell necklace? Like Mr. Mid 2000s himself is having a moment. Oh my God. <laughs> I, Mr. Oh, yeah. And by the way, Colin Firth is gay. <laughs> Colin Firth is so good in everything he does. He's great. Even like The Kingsman, which is a shitty movie. Yeah, he's, he's great in The Kingsman. Good. He's great. Yeah. I don't think he should have won for Why are they hanging from the from the roof? No. He's trying to get away from her. Oh. And he? she's literally following him. I mean, oh, you know who would have been great instead of Pierce Brosnan? Jeffrey Rush. Yeah. Cuz it would have been funny no. to just have one guy who's like 20 years older than everybody Jeffrey else. Jeffrey Rush got me too, though. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit. I, and no, he'd be yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. It would not be cool. 
Oh, He's no, apparently I like, I read a thing saying that he hasn't left the house since it happened because he was running a theater company in Australia, I think. Yeah, I yeah. I forgot where. And, uh, oh, shit, and I he did was not accused by many women. Oh, shit. I yeah. did not know that. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that my... either. My dad likes to remind me of that every time we talk about like Me Too. He's like, and Jeffrey Rush. Oh, no. Chekhov's crack. Oh, my is bad. That, is, this a, is this a thing? Well, Chekhov's gun is you introduce a gun in the first act. He goes off by the last. In the very first scene, they dance and they put a crack in the thing. And in the last scene, I assume last scene. I don't know how much more movie you got in here. It's also, I'm so sorry. There's a ben- bizarre, I can't get past the economics of this. Yeah. She's like, I have no money. This is terrible. And now she has a either a spring leak or like a um, water main burst. It's the ocean, I think. But wouldn't you be freaking out? You'd be like, I can't rent this anymore. This no, is she my said friend. it's Aphrodite. Ah, it's a... Oh, oh my God. Good makeout. Jesus. That's, that, that's, ah. how, that's oh. how Pierce got, Brosnan got the role. Oh. <laughs> well, just at the end of the movie, just Whoa. to, like, just to like, like flood a hundred basements. That's all. Oh, right. maybe Pierce Brosnan just knows how to lay it down on a casting couch. Yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I think Meryl Streep... Oh, this is pretty. I know Baboon. It's kind of crazy because I'm I'm like very good friends with Alex, but I'm realizing my pop culture tastes probably align a lot closer. Yeah, to me too. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, definitely. That's fun. I like that. Because we, we were talking about other movies we could do, and v, and Vijay just kept naming rom coms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Oh, I don't like that one. I like that I, one. It's so I good. like it. I think I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't love it. I think structurally. It's not bad. I think structurally, it's the perfect movie. Is it? Is it a Save the Cat movie? I don't know what, what saved the cat. It's this book that explains, like, it's almost like screenwriting by numbers. It's yeah. like, by oh, this page, no. you should get to the conflict That's what I mean. by that page. I, it's almost like a romantic comedy by the numbers. Like, it, like, just, like, every single scene, you're like, and now it'll be a scene with this friend. Now they'll have a fight here. Yeah. Now they'll go back here. Like, it, it, it is like the, it's almost like a... Benny and Bjorn. Yeah.
Uh, you know this? Yeah. No, I have no idea what the song is. With. Thank you for the music. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone, uh, a bunch of bands re-recorded this in like around the time of the millennium, but they're all like bands that are so famous in Europe. And that, and but if you like showed them like um, to like anyone in North America, they'd be like, "Who are these yeah. people?" <laughs> is it crazy? These guys won Eurovision, but you oh, guys don't have Eurovision, Eurovision here, no. do you? See, I only know these things because of my parents. So like the San Remo <gasps> Festival is like a really big deal, which is like the Italian music version of Eurovision. Like stars are made with the San Remo Festival. I, I think because Australia the had Festival s- San Remo. so much immigration from Europe. Um, Eurovision is the thing that you watch on television in Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Australia campaigned for years to be allowed to compete. So it's all of Europe and then <laughs> Israel and Australia. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know this sometimes. And when we were in uh, Lisbon, we couldn't go into a whole square because they blocked it off because of Eurovision. Oh. And Jess was kind of like, that seems weird to block off like a whole city block because of Eurovision. I was like, now nah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's... A, if like, I wanted uh, to destroy the heart of the EU, I'd, I'd you like... Stop Eurovision, <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is, is like now uh, North America has American Idol. American Idol's made stars. Yes. Oh, I d- well, because... <gasps> Kelly Clarkson, Clarkson. Carrie <laughs> Underwood is one of the biggest Carrie stars. Carrie Underwood's American Idol? She lost, though, I think. She lost against no. Taylor something. The guy with with white hair. But like sometimes, well, because I think they won. They won with Waterloo. They I'm won pre- with Waterloo. I'm pretty sure. But also that's because like that song Waterloo is done. I think in, I know it for sure in like French and English and maybe Swedish as uh, well. Like in that, like it's interesting. I like I like the European sensibility. It's cheesy as fuck. Yeah. But I like it. Oh, yeah. Their synthesizers are like the. Yeah. It's always like pounding like. Yeah. It's so no. When you see like a, it's okay. When you see like a bunch of like a breakdance crew from Europe, <laughs> it's always like the funniest because it is always like a time machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It's like hip hop, a hippity hop. And it's like <laughs> yeah. they're always doing this. Like they're yeah, never gonna yeah. actually get into it. Yeah. Just like breaking. <laughs> so oh look at all these Greek names. One of you know what. Yeah, you see. I'm gonna make a declaration like I did after I saw Ratatouille. I'm <laughs> going to Greece this year. Actually, 2019. I'm going to Greece I in 2019. Ordered, I ordered Ratatouille in France because I'd seen the movie Ratatouille. <laughs> Listen, I saw Ratatouille in January, and I was like, "This summer, I go to Paris," and I did. You know, I just <laughs> figured it out. You know what? A great movie in um. Oh, not a great movie, but another funny movie that's essentially like based in Greece but has nothing to do with Greek culture is the Disney's Hercules. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were going to make the movie premiere in the Acropolis. Yeah. But yeah. there was so much protest from the Greek population. Because it's probably <laughs> such a bastardization of their gods. Well, yeah, well, and it's. I don't yeah, think there's like, a lot of worshiping of the old gods but in like Greece it's right now. There must be reverence. I for think it, it's no? like a. F- it's I whenever guess. you take a, fo- a folk tale. It's yeah. like there was a thing in Australia where Mick Jagger. Played Ned Kelly, who's like a famous bush ranger, and it I, got yeah. and it got like a bunch of like people upset because they were like, "Oh, this is an iconic Australian folk hero that's been like played by the most foppish English man of all time." <laughs> yeah, because yeah, th- yeah uh, that would be a problem. I feel Ugh. performed by Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep. Imagine, like, what a <laughs> world! You know what? If you live long enough, you see you see stuff. 
Like, I'm sorry, was Pierce Brosnan, like, famous before James Bond? How did he get James Bond? I thought you had to be, like, an A-list actor. Daniel Craig wasn't an A-list actor. No, but he was definitely, like, it made sense. I remember right before he got James Bond, because I was heavy on him. Like, I liked Daniel Craig. (laughs) (laughs) and was very excited that he got James Bond. It it is crazy seeing what used to be sexy James Bond in, like, the 60s and 70s and how much less hairy and more jacked it became. I don't need him to be that jacked. There's something about his destroyed face uh, here's, that I'm here's, really here's, here's uh, He looks like he has three ex-wives. For, for, <laughs> like, for since <laughs> he was 20, he just always looked divorced. No, he just took one wife. He took Rachel Weiss from Darren Aronofsky. Oh. <gasps> for oh. Uh, uh, Casino Royale, because you were hot on Daniel Craig, how, how, how wet did you get oh for him coming out of the pool? Or of the, of the, of the ocean. ocean. I got to tell you, it, for me, like, I am not a typical, like, I don't need a beefcake. That doesn't do it for me. Like, I liked him. He was in this movie called Enduring Love. <laughs> that was based on That's an Ian McEwan. Is it Enduring Love? Yeah, I think it was Enduring Love. It was based on an Ian McEwan novel. I liked him when he was a little bit thinner, and he, like, wore glasses in that film. Like, I don't. Like, I actually, I stopped liking him when he became James Bond. Wow. I haven't. I only saw the first one. I didn't see any other James Bonds. Like. They're not. They, it kind of, they started, like, linking them all together, the plot of them, yeah. which made it, like, not as fun. Uh, French I like Casino Royale, and then I would say you could kind of stop there. Parkour is cool in Casino Royale. Yeah, yeah. The opening is very cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, now this is a new area, so I want everyone to get on their phone oh boy. Okay, and I look up French and Saunders, okay. Mamma Mia. Yeah, I, we'll, we'll watch this at the end. No, no, no. This is part of the podcast. <laughs> and uh, you press to, to close up the podcast. I did like Mamma Mia. Is Mamma Mia starting again? We're not doing it twice. Yeah. <laughs> close the podcast. I didn't like Mamma Mia. You didn't like Mamma Mia at all. No, that was bad. You thought it was bad from beginning to end. If you if you told me that was a straight to DVD movie, I believe you. Oh well. Can I come back and do an episode where we just listen to ABBA records? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that for I you. I think it's important. Honestly, what is starting again? Oh, it's starting again. Yeah. But where's the switcher? I don't know. You think oh, so. Oh, here it is. Okay. I got it. Don't worry, okay. everybody. Anyway, right. that's a podcast. Thank you, th- Oh, Daddy. no. Can I plug something? Yeah, yeah go yeah. for it. Plug. I, I want to plug the French and Saunders Mamma Mia parody. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's very funny. Um, Are we supposed yeah. to plug stuff? Should we plug stuff? Yeah, do you, you for sure to, should plug stuff. Do you have stuff, to plug? I guess I want this podcast to do well, so I'd like to plug this podcast. They're already listening. This is episode <laughs> three. <laughs> no, not four. We're not doing three episodes of Titanic. Because we're doing the... We'll start so later. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Poor Alex. He's so tired.